When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome oh into the god. CHGO Bulls Podcast presented by PointsBet, who are our wonderful friends. Don't forget that post uh that PointsBet promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave. Hey. He's on Twitter at Bow BWL Sports. Will the Thrill hey. on Twitter at Won't Got Leave. We got our producer Joey hanging out with us here. Joey. Head of content, Kev is over here, just chilling just in the corner, in front of the fan. hard work, yeah, sitting, sitting there, in front the of the breeze. door, getting that cross breeze. Look at the hair; it hasn't moved. Still, it's in an amazing place. Still toasty. Oh, Joey's gonna try and get a quick Look at the hair, a quick camera pan. Spectacular. <laughs> that because man. yeah, it's there. He is. There he is. There's Mr. There Duck. He is. Right um, there. It is hot. It is hot. It's hot. Watching. How are we doing, guys? Are we Third okay? Third floor. <laughs> no. 99 degrees outside. <laughs> no, it's not. I Once spoke. I get up out of this chair, mm. my back is going to look like this chair. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I am sweaty. It is going to be like that. It's just what it's going to be. Shout out to uh, Thompson T right now. Those are the only two things save me right now. The Thompson T I have on mm-hmm. and Sweat Block. Shout out to both of them, man. There you Y'all go. Keeping and, me cool. and your two ice waters and right here. Two, well, yeah, I've had like 20 of these. Yeah, <laughs> got to stay hydrated. You got to yeah. stay hydrated. Got to hydrate, man. Got to do it. Got to do it. Hope y'all are enjoying your Wednesday thus far. Uh, we are continuing on with our player evaluations. And uh, today's a biggie. We're Ooh. talking about Zach Levine today, you guys. <laughs> um, there's a drum roll. Hey! We're talking about Zach Levine today, you guys. Yes. <laughs> um, and can then... I, uh, I just say really quick, during Zach's exit interview, uh, he, like, did the whole thing about, I don't know if I'm going to come back, whatever. Right. He didn't actually say that, but... Uh, and he, like, was giving these short answers, and then somebody asked a different question, and then they'd go back to the contract situation, then ask a different question. And then Cody Westerland asked, like, his, his like, lead-up to the question was, like, Sorry for harping on this, Zach, but, like, you're kind of important to the team here. <laughs> Shout out, what's Cody. Gonna, what's going to happen? It's a, your thing, it man. Like, yeah, you're kind of important. I, I don't exactly know how to put this, but you're kind of a big deal. You are definitely <laughs> that, young sir. Got to yeah. have you. Uh, and so we're doing this on the heels of the, the chaos of yesterday yes. when everybody on NBA Twitter freaked out about <sighs> – that uh, aggregated piece of word vomit from Brian Windhorst in the Hoop Collective <laughs> podcast talking about Zach Levine's upcoming free agency. So we will keep that in mind as we discuss the season he just had uh, and what happens next with Zach. And then at the back end of the show, if we've got some time left over, we'll talk about what's going on in these here NBA playoffs. Two beatdowns last night. Oof, not beat even downs. close. Not even um, worth it. Not even worth uh, it. It wasn't. <laughs> Carlos kicking us off in the comments saying, this is the one I've been waiting on for real, for real. I want to hear what the boys think about Zach's season, what the Bulls should do with him moving forward. Well, then you found the right place. Smart man. That's exactly what we're about to do. You can also go back and listen to one of six other episodes that we've talked (laughs) about. So many. You listened to yesterday's. Let's stay and hang out for this one first. That's right. Absolutely. Like your style. Uh, C-Red UK is a fan of Summer Goat. Yes, that's right. The goat is rocking the shorts today, ladies and gentlemen. I do it. It is... It's hot. We've already discussed this. It's hot yeah. outside. I like your style, man. You look, you look like a J.C. Penny catalog. I look like a like, basic uh, white guy starter pack. Yeah, I oh mean, my man, goodness! It is. It's like substitute teacher. Like slash, substitute teacher slash is definitely my. On brand. your way to a barbecue <laughs> in right, the suburbs. Exactly. I would love to be on my way to a barbecue. Slash, right now. slash I'm going to mow the lawn. <laughs> like all of that rolled into one thing of oh, that, awesomeness that they that call is the goat. Way too nice of a shirt for mowing the lawn. Well, no, man. I'm sure he's got one in the car. You know what I'm saying? That he's going to change into. And he's going to be ready. And, I, and it's not going to be tall grass. Mm-hmm. Will doesn't keep tall grass. Will is a neat guy. His grass is going to be cut and low and looking amazing. So he can do it in that shirt. I promise you, he can do it. Trust me. I see it. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> All Will's right. Just, Will just seems like one of those guys with I a really love, fancy lawnmower, you know? Yeah, he's got one. I love when you guys just, you know, make these guesses. <laughs> I, I'm well, not going to stop you. I'm just going to let it happen. We're still to know you on the real levels, Will. So yeah, in the meantime, yeah. we just need to make up character backstory yeah, and right. then have you either confirm or Look, deny. How do you think you become the, the goat? shit that we come up with? I'm 95% sure you don't even have a lawn. I don't have a lawn. He doesn't. No, no, no. He doesn't. <laughs> No, you should be one hundred percent sure he does. He does not have. A I lawn, definitely no. do not no. have a lawn. But the the more weird stuff our audience thinks about me, the better. As yes. far as I'm concerned. Yes. Yeah, he's got awesome. to keep him on keep him on their keep toes. Him on their toes. Keep him guessing. He's awesome, man. You love to see it. <laughs> That's what it is. They don't know anything about me. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, let's let's dive into these grades. Joey, if you would please and thank you, pop up the twenty one twenty two season grades for Mister Zach Levine. Mm -hmm. Starting on the offensive end, um, you guys both went with a solid A. I gave him an A minus just because of the efficiency with his shot in that final third or so of the season when he was taking off a game, coming back a game. Mm -hmm. His rhythm clearly was lost once that knee thing happened right around the All-Star break. And uh, for that reason, he didn't have quite as efficient of a shooting season overall as he did last year, which was you know also an All-Star season. Mm -hmm. But his true shooting percentage fell from like 63, which is – Elite, elite primo elite. category mm -hmm. to just above 60 at 60.5. So I dinged him a little bit. I gave him a minus on that A for offense. Uh, I went from A to an A minus. Yeah. yeah. That's, still a, that's still a really you're, good grade. I think you're right about that. For, for those who don't know, A minus, totally really fair. good grade. Big Dave, what about you? I don't like the minus. I'm not I'm going sorry. to you. I, I don't <laughs> like it. I think he deserves the A. Uh, I hear you. I hear your logic. Your logic is sound. Um, but for me, he deserves A because everything you're saying, I'm like – yeah, but literally injured, like, pretty much the entire season. Like, starting, you know what I'm saying, with the issue with his hand, playing through that, you know, the ligament tear and things, then dealing with the knee. Mm -hmm. and I then, forgot about the thumb. Yeah, I mean, dealing with that stuff. Thumb. Yeah, man, can't forget it. And then oh, the wow. knee happened, and, you know, he just – and I'm sure he had a myriad of other injuries he just wasn't telling people because he's that kind of person. He's that kind of player. So doing all of that and still being an elite scorer in this league and somebody that you have to fear – night after night and you have the game plan for and you can't lay off of and a dude who's I watched his game evolve offensively and you know this because I said it a million times about the free throw shooting getting in the line with Zach Levine and Going how he basket. started getting to the line yes and, and getting to the basket that happened mid-season you know what I mean that that he didn't come into the season like that he changed he said oh they're not making these calls let me change something up to make them start doing this and it happened after the all-star break which is wild because everybody else after the All-Star break fell off the face of the mm -hmm. earth. And he actually improved and got a little better. So, for me, he deserved an A. Like, it wasn't an A-plus, like you said, for those other reasons like that. But he deserves an A for me. I think the addition of DeMar DeRozan allowed Zach to be his best self. Mm. You saw that in the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame that he got injured. And it's a shame, by the way, that we have talked about Lonzo Ball. Mm -hmm. Patrick Williams, mm -hmm. Alex Caruso, Zach Levine, all of whom had, like, significant injuries yeah. throughout the course of the season. And it just sucks to have to, like, ding them for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I guess, you know, when I just went through and did all these grades, I was maybe feeling a little bit more lenient about the injuries. I think A- minus is totally fair. Mm -hmm. um, but for even for him to put up, like, what was it, 24, you know, Four and a half, four and a half on forty-seven percent, thirty-nine percent, and eighty-five percent. Like mm -hmm. those are just tremendous scoring numbers. And as I said before, with the addition of Demar Derozan, you didn't have to put Zach into this late-game scenario where he's got to like make decisions. And you know, basically, all of his offensive flaws were covered. Right. And I think that just made him look so much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think the two things that Bulls fans have rightly dinged Zach for evaluating his offensive game mm -hmm. is uh, as here comes Joey with a mic adjustment. Um, I love getting my mic adjusted for me. <laughs> oh, I feel so special. Also be Frisbee legend. Real classy guy who gets his mic adjusted for him. I feel like um, such a diva. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, can you come adjust my mic for me, please? <laughs> I put uh, the graphic up. not up to my standards. <laughs> was not satisfactory. I'm going to need a secondary <laughs> mic adjustment. Um, oh, but <laughs> uh, decision-making as a ball handler uh -huh. and shot selection, two things that Zach has, you know, been, been judged for, and Correct. rightly so. Correct. And DeMar's arrival, as you said, Will, kind of took some of that pressure off his shoulders, and we didn't have to see that Zach struggle mm -hmm. as much because there was DeMar saving the day. Yeah. 
Zach's turnovers came down from 3.5 per game last season to 2.6. Wow. So he shaved almost an entire turnover <laughs> wow. off of his number from last season. Thank you, DeMar. And some of that is just he held the ball a lot less, mm-hmm. which is a good thing yeah. because he's not an elite ball handler. No. And he is so effective as an off-the-ball shooting threat, catch-and-shoot threat, an off-the-ball slashing threat. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get to do that as often last season or any season prior. Yeah. Because the Bulls needed him to be offensive option 1A, 1B, and 1C. Yeah. Because he was looking at Lowry and Wendell. He's like, you guys want to help? No? Cool. Because I'll do this myself. Yeah, the, the turnovers went down by 0.9 per game. And the assists only went down by 0.4. So wow. he, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I just think that the role that he was in, and this is, I think, why you're hearing people, some of the national media, uh, talk about maybe he's not worth this max contract because he's not the number one go-to guy. Mm-hmm. For me, he is a superstar of that role, mm-hmm. and I just think you have to credit him with an A for being that good at what he does. And there's nothing wrong with being like a superstar B option. Absolutely not. One B option. To your guys' point that usage rate is down, it's it's the lowest it's ever been for his Bulls career. He's mm-hmm. never had a lower usage rate since he came over from Which Minnesota. Which is a good it's thing. A wonderful right. thing. Right, great. <laughs> yeah. Can't win with one heliocentric guy. No, That's you cannot. take every and, shot. And like Matt said, I mean, it was the most frustrating part of his game was watching him trying to do everything in the fourth quarter. And I think he understood his limitations, but he's like, who the hell else is going to do this? Yeah. I have to do this. Nobody else is going to do it. Denzel is too busy running into me while I'm trying to shoot. So I don't know what the hell's going on. So that's why you saw his joy so much when DeMar DeRozan would hit those game-winning shots. Right. And how happy he was. Or when uh, Lonzo would hit him with those alley-oops and oh, just man. how amazed that he was and just the joy. He played with more joy this yeah. year than I've seen him his entire time here in Chicago. Nothing looked forced in his smile and, and how good he looked. And yet, despite the like easiness of the baskets that he was getting this year a lot of the time, his efficiency went actually down. I think yeah. obviously that has to do a lot with the injuries. But sure. if you want to ding him anywhere, I think he shot a little bit more from the mid-range this year, a little bit less on threes, okay. yeah. um, and just didn't shoot as high of a clip. But I think those numbers, I can go ahead and look them up. I shouldn't I, I'm pretty maybe sure. say I was this, looking at yesterday. Uh, he took over seven threes a game last season, and this season it was down closer to six. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, probably some mid-range volume went up in its place. Yeah. It was, it was just overall impressive. And the scoring stayed that because, again, that free throw shooting because then he's getting double-digit free throws. Right. And you know how much I want him to get double-digit yeah. free throws. He did way too much and <sighs> suffered way too many injuries to not start getting those calls. I, I maybe it, it definitely was because how he went to the basket kind of changed. Uh, he kind of slowed down more. Yeah. He would get to the basket and, like, hello, hey, guys, I'm getting smacked in the face. Right. You got to make a call. And also, I think also him being a back-to-back all-star also helped, too. Like, people say those things. That, that stuff, I'm telling you, the refs look at that oh, kind it of matters. Thing, and they start giving them those kind of calls, man. So, you saw his calls kind of uh, go up for the Chicago Bulls this year for both of those reasons, in my opinion. And that's why he was able to play even dealing with that knee injury. He still was able to be out there and be an effective tool for the Bulls. Yeah. Um, Gary in the comments said Zach has been carrying the Bulls for years. He's grown each season, been a true professional throughout. As far as him growing his game, um, I want to touch on something you just said, Dave, which is the, the ability to draw fouls. And, yes, I think you're right in that. It's some of it's just finally him getting respect as, hey, I'm a two-time All-Star. How about you call these whistles yeah. like I'm a two-time All-Star? But I also thought in previous seasons, his early, uh, you know, his early stand with the Bulls, Zach would drive to the basket with his crazy floating athleticism. Mm. And just as he created or initiated the contract, uh, contact with the defender he had on their heels, mm. he would also kind of simultaneously shy away from that contact. That is very true. Be like, I've drawn enough contact that you should be draw- blowing your whistle right now, right. and now I'm going to shield myself away from it. That's true. And I think he kind of figured out that that wasn't enough to work right. and then said to hell with it and just started driving through people. Yes. Being like, hey, refs, <laughs> their feet aren't set. Mm. They hacked me. While I'm flying up towards the basket, blow your damn whistle. <laughs> and that, that is a legit piece of offensive growth that I think we saw from Zach this season. No, that's, that's a great point. Absolutely. And also it's going to lead to more highlights from Zach Levine is also. Because if he's going in there that kind of tough, one of those times when he goes up, 
somebody's going to mistime that jump, and he's going to get a highlight reel on somebody and be able to yell and, you know, get everybody excited again. But, yeah, man, like, I'm just so proud of how he's grown every single year, even in the face of all that trash that he was dealing with. But then to get on a team where you're not the best player, where you're not the number one option anymore, but you still try to evolve your game. And I think being on Team USA definitely helped that. And he was like, well, what do I need to do to help? Oh, I got to work on defense. All right. Well, that kind of showed him, okay, I still need to help the team. They don't need me to do this, but I still need to help them in some kind of way. I think he kind of carried a lot of that over here, dealing with DeMar, uh, dealing with Lonzo and his ball handling, dealing with Vooch, who needs the ball as well. And he still was able to be Zachary Levine out there. And that was just so impressive. I think it's the difference between going to the basket and finishing with the intention of getting foul calls Mm -hmm. versus going to the basket and trying to finish with the intention of avoiding contact. Um, Mm. But to your point, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Even though the pure box score stats didn't go up this year, the way that they have every single other year of his career, Mm -hmm. he got a lot better. And and I really credit him. And this is why I think ultimately he will come back to the bulls um, is just because he, accepted the role of being sort of like the number two or one B option, Mm -hmm. but still is kind of like the guy of this team. Mm -hmm. And I think if he wants to be the one B option with any other team, he's going to be the second guy on that team. So I think he appreciates, or I I would hope that he appreciates being the, the guy, the face of the franchise while also having another player that like can be better than him and that's okay with him. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was Zach Levine out there on the center of the United center floor for their first home game at the start, you know, beginning of this past season. He's the last one in the starting the lineups, you know, it's like, yeah, he is the one who's damn, last right. starting lineup. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's still it's his, his team. It's still team. Zach's. Um, still Zach's, man. Despite any number of bulls and or NBA fans who were like, Oh, well, he just gave the team to DeMar. I don't that- think, don't think Zach cares. That plays into it for me, too. Like, when I think about him potentially leaving to go somewhere else, like, I, I just think the fact that he's been on this roster as the number one guy for so long, and they didn't achieve that much. Like, I just think he's he realizes, like, wherever I go, we need to put the right pieces around me. And, right. and I, I like to think he's got faith in the new front office to do that. But I think he – it's not like going somewhere would be like, okay, this is the first time I get to be the Batman for a certain team. And right. I think he realizes, like – I want to play, you know, on a, with another good player and have a good supporting cast around me. Yeah. And also, like, DeMar is here to sort of, like, pass the torch yeah. and, like, teach him how to do the things that he struggles That's with. That's a great point. Two years ago, when we were talking about the Bulls roster and, like, what they needed to do to, like, get from the gutter to, like, the middle of the pack, mm-hmm. it was they need a big wing, shot creator, offensive initiator type mm-hmm. who is a good passer and can set guys up. Those are the things, and also that, like, makes good decisions in, in crunch mm-hmm. time. These are the things that Zach needs to work on, and if there's anybody who's really good at him that can teach him those things, <laughs> there's this mm. guy on the team named DeMar DeRozan who's not bad at it. Not bad at all. Uh, Summer of hell. <laughs> Gary saying Zach is the Bulls, plain and simple. Mm. Uh, Junior saying we let Zach walk, we'll spend the next 10 years looking for a player like him, which yeah. is why he's staying. That's true. Uh, all right, so moving on to defensive grades. We kind of looked so we were like right all in a line there, basically. Uh, Will, you gave him the worst grade with a D plus. How dare you? Uh, I gave him a C minus, and Big Dave gave him a solid C. I know everybody was excited after Zach's summer with the Olympic team and seeing his role just being. Coach Pop asked me to embrace just being a defensive pest, and that's my role on this team. So that's what I did for this team because they had plenty of scoring options. And Bulls fans saying, hey, can we see some of that carried over? And can it become something closer to Zach Levine, two-way all-star, who's at least mediocre? Mm. Be middle of the pack on defense and extraordinary on offense. And we will love you, love you, love you. There were hints of that this season, but I was still largely underwhelmed. And I don't know if it had anything to do with the knee bothering him. Mm -hmm. And if he was trying to save what athleticism he had this season with that knee for his explosiveness on the offensive end. But I saw plenty of wrong place, wrong time, and or flat out just lazy and or not paying attention, Zach, on defense this season. And, you know, gave him barely a passing grade because that's what I thought I saw from him. Yeah, for me, his defense is what it is. Like, it's kind of just 
who he is. Like, I, and I know he gets better at it. I've seen it. You know, we've seen him get better at it. We've seen him do other things. You remember when Kendall Gill spoke to us about how he was working with Zach on his Flex. defense. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it, he got me. He's right. But, yeah, he's, he was talking about him working on that defense. And he was showing us during the game what Zach was doing that he actually, you know, taught him. Right. That was great, right? But it was still <laughs> regular, average, you know, defense. It's kind of who he is. And I appreciate that he works on it as much as he does and takes that, you know what I'm saying, takes that seriously as a challenge. Like, I got to get better defensively. I want to get better defensively and do those things. But I don't think he'll ever be that B-plus kind of defender. You know? And I don't have a problem with that at all. I'd, I'd rather him be that A-plus offensive guy than be that B-plus defender yeah, on top of that. He's not here to be a 3 and D. Correct. Exactly. He's here to be like a 25-game yeah. scorer. Give me that. Give me the 30. You know what I'm saying? And and walking around and bumping your chest and high-fiving everybody after an incredible shot or a 360 dunk. Like, give me that. I like the effort, though. Like, I will applaud him on the effort. I won't say lazy. I can't. I think that's too strong. Of a word, okay. but taking plays off for sure. Yeah. And I think that comes with, like you said, the injury that happened, but also just getting older and being around DeMar DeRozan as well. Not saying that's a great thing because DeMar's not a great <laughs> defender, but he knows when to take a playoff. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm going to rest on this one right here. And I felt you saw some of that uh, with Zach this year. I definitely think that he, like, fell off a bit once his knee mm-hmm. started to be a problem. But I also think – the um, the like reputation that he got as a three and D guy with mm-hmm. the Olympics kind of bled into what people thought about his defense during the year, mm-hmm. and I just don't think it was that good. He mm-hmm. definitely it's not for a lack of trying; it's just attention to detail. And this is something that Billy harped on all year long: is when you get to the playoffs, you cannot have mistakes. You just cannot. You have to have like next play mentality. You need to execute on every single possession because these teams are better than you or as good, and you just can't afford to mess up like that and give them easy baskets. So um, I, I agree that he tried and that he is improving, but I just he's still not very good. He's mm-hmm. uh, 12th percentile in steal rate, 29th percentile in block rate for his position. Um, he's, he's fine. And l- like you said, I mean, that's not his job to be a lockdown perimeter defender. His job is to go out and get you 30. So. It's not his job, but at the same time, like, when your best player, like look at Devin Booker in the last two years, who has made a pretty big jump defensively. Like that's just a big step up when you don't have that one. And especially, I don't know, I think there's more that you could expect from him, especially because he's not carrying, like we talked about, he has the lowest usage rate of his of his uh, time with the Bulls this year. So I, I, I think we're all on the same page, but yeah. Yeah, let me ask you this, Will, before we get to the uh, Super Chat. Do you feel like his defense has always been like that kind of D plus, or is this kind of like an upgrade? I think there was a time when it was worse. Okay, definitely. True. Yeah, I mean, I true. I don't think he will ever be even like a average or above average defender. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Like the Bulls have this weird. It's not like the Suns where they have just like five very good solid defenders on the court and also like amazing offensive players at yeah. every position. Like. The Bulls aren't built that way. They have right, DeMar yeah. and they have Zach and they have Vooch. And then you have and then they have and Lonzo the Band-Aids. trying to make up for those mistakes. Right. So they have the Lonzo just, and Caruso-shaped Band-Aids, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Charlie in the comments just said. And also shout out to Dan in the comments with a super chat saying, I'll give Zach a B-minus on defense oh. because D really isn't his strength. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yo, all right. Well, he's not good at that, so I'm going to give him Dan, a better grade you know? for it. I also gave uh, DeMar, I think, a B because I was feeling meat-heady that day. Yeah, yeah you were. I think this kind of bled into that. <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs> he could be the worst oh. defender in the league, and I'm still giving him a passing grade because, oh, my God, that offense. DeMar oh just God. could do no wrong. Um, I'm sorry. I was laughing at what Hayes said <laughs> about, <laughs> about how you addressed it. That's why I was laughing when I saw about that. About what? About how, what your, your outfit you had. He said oh, he loves how like Matt Dave addressed but he said, Will, Will is dressed like a youth pastor. Like, <laughs> a youth pastor, great. Yo, man. I was like, that's, that's pretty dead on. I love it. Keep Will, it coming. I Will has it, the beauty of a man in cloth. <laughs> but see, he's, get, he's getting all the jobs that are, like, respectable. Right. You know what I'm saying? That make a lot of money. No and one would ever give you or I a respectable exactly. person's like, we love job. how relaxed y'all are. You'll take y'all off the back of a truck just hanging out. Like, hey, Will we, is like we all do the catalog. same job. I know, I know. <laughs> but there's only one goat, sir. There's but only one goat. They also, like, your job includes being let into the United States <laughs> and the Advocate Center. 
and following yeah. around the team and asking them questions. And my job and is reporting on it, making sure Matt picking Matt up off the floor. You know what I'm <laughs> when he yells or getting his hat for him when he throws it across the room. No yeah. hat th- throws till October, baby. No hat throws till October. No not, to, not to harp on this too much, but I do think it's interesting. Like I went back two months ago, Booker had the lowest defensive rating out of any shooting guard in the league. Obviously, mm-hmm. you take those numbers with a grain of salt, but I just think it, it speaks like that's a guy that had a, a pretty bad defensive reputation for the first Terrible. seven yeah. years of his career, and he True. turned it around. And like Will said, it's just a lot about effort, attention to detail, like knowing what the team is asking of you, knowing where you're supposed to be. And I just, yeah, I, I think it's fair to say like, okay, Zach, yeah, you're putting an effort, but you, we, we could still well, see some more. And winning. Right. Winning. winning is the biggest cover. And getting Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying, around him as well, letting him know what he needs to be on the floor. Also, well, no, and I'm just saying, like, when the Bulls were whatever, 20 games over 500 and first in the East, nobody gave a damn about Zach's subpar defense. He's right about that. Winning. <laughs> winning. It's a classic Jimmy Butler quote. Also say, like, <laughs> Booker, Levine, Donovan Mitchell to a certain extent, Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal to a certain extent. All those guys, for me, like, a year or two ago were kind of all the same player. Yeah. And Booker has clearly jumped to the top of that group and probably yeah. even elevated out of that group. So it makes sense. And the defense is a, is a large part of that. And maybe Zach can get to that level. He's 27 years old. Yeah, he yeah. still has room to grow. But, wow. uh, um, all right. So we, we got our meathead grades next. But before woo! we do those, we got to talk to you guys about some of our friends and sponsors, Yay! which include PointsBet. Hooray! Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get those two risk-free bets up to mm-hmm. $2,000. Mm-hmm. And if you want to help us out, do us a solid, the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app. Use promo code CHGO, and when you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll get a free membership to CHGO, which unlocks all kinds of amazing exclusive content on our website, CHGO. You'll even get a free T-shirt from our CHGO locker. Mm. Freshly added. We got Red Star shirts. I finally got mine. We got Chicago Fire shirts. Which one did you go with? I went for the very basic black with the logo in the top left. Nice. I, I'm going to get the script one. It's, it's just so nice. It's too it good is. not it's to so have. It's nice. very nice. It's this, but it just, you know, removes some letters. Mm-hmm. It looks flawless. CHGO. Uh, plus, you get access to those um, members-only Discord channels, including mm-hmm. our CHGO Bulls Discord channel. Mm-hmm. That's 2,000 free bets, free CHGO membership, free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. It's so simple. Plus, right now... You can sign up on your phone if you live in Illinois. Online sign-up available. What are you waiting for? Plus, we still got NBA playoff games. Mm-hmm. So many more NBA playoff games to bet on. Same game parlays. Mm. Boosted mm. same game parlays. Mm. Another doubleheader on deck tonight. You know I'm throwing some action on both of them games. Boom, boom. And I'm doing it at points bet, you guys. That's what you're doing. Promo code CHGO. Mm. Don't just bet. Will the thrill tell the people what you do? Live your bet life. But ow. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would curse at the end. That's just me. That's just my person. All right, hold on, hold on. Your bet life. Because we're getting Damn to it. the meat at grades here. Oh, we've got a. I got, I got we've more got work more to do. Oh, sorry, I got sorry. More work to do, man. Okay, all right. Well, before before we get to the meat at grades, I, I, I got something I want to talk about. So go on. get stuff off his chest. Joey's Joey's getting out ahead of his skis a little bit. Joey, see why he's pull up the other chair? Let's get in front of the camera. One of, these, one of these days. Well. You see why he's so wiry? You see why he's so... Because he hasn't had his Strava. Oh, That's what's going on. He ain't got the Strava in him. But I know who did. Uh, this guy right here. Hello. You see the burks. You see the happiness. Mm. You see the chill. Summer Peck is sponsored by Strava. That's how it rolls, baby. It is a game changer. And it has helped thousands of people, like that man over there, improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers that fresh, roasted, specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. Now, CBD is from hemp, but it doesn't make you high, Mm-mm. and it don't make you hungry, Mm-mm. but it does offer real benefits that can help you. You'll feel alert, focus without all the jitters, you'll live your day more balanced, with less anxiety, fewer aches and pains, plus inducing CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy a more restful slumber. Mm. Oh, don't Ooh. you want some of that? And that's not even all the best part. You want to know the best part? It's all about quality, yeah? Everything is small batch, all right? Fresh ship straight to your door. It, you drop it off right to you, all right? It offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD 
Tinctures. Tinctures. For those tinctures. looking for that more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage of benefits. It comes with an entourage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which one's turtle? Which Strava flavor is turtle? Which tinctures turtle? <laughs> oh, man. And so everybody who's a listener, all you see is your listeners out there. You can save 25%. You heard me. 25% off your entire order, your entire purchase. Use this code, CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire StravaCraftCoffee.com order. All right? Use that code, CHGO25, to check out. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only. One use per customer mm, drink it in it always goes down smooth <laughs> have a cup of strava coffee on my way to being a youth pastor yeah. in the morning. <laughs> to deliver the fantastic good news. yeah yeah he got to deliver the good news he how do you think i get strong. through it you don't, <laughs> don't want to pre- you, you don't want to have jitters when you're preaching the gospel will the thrill <laughs> i said i think i get through it yo man <laughs> will is funny yo <laughs> Oh man, say it again. That's true. Uh, It'd be. Uh, I remember yeah. when we first were here, they would call it. Our, our guy Kevier has been was called a youth pastor sure in. Uh, I think it was that dollars and cents column that yes. Greenberg wrote. I do yeah. remember. Yes, definitely You're has a, a lot of youth That sounds pastor. like something John would write. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You're a good. Who was also obsessed with trying to say that uh, we called it Chugo. He, he like he tried to make a chuggo joke three different times in that column. Yeah, like, he, no, dude, he made it to me at a playoff game too. He what? He won't let go of the chuggo. No, I he, saw is, him at, he uh, is determined to make chuggo a thing. Yeah, when I saw him at game four, he was saying it. Still all about it. How's it going to chuggo? That's how, yeah. <laughs> how are things at chuggo? Like what the hell is chuggo, bro? <laughs> like, I think that would have been my statement. I don't oh, know what you're talking CHGO. about. Oh, oh, um, that's hilarious. All right. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Chuggo, that sounds like that sounds like the, like the nickname of some guy at a frat party. Uh, which brings us to Meathead Grades. All right, all right, hold on. Because every time you put the Meathead Grades in the document that you send to me to make the graphics, uh-huh. and look at them, and I try to figure out what they are. Okay. Yeah. And I'm pretty confident that I may have this one. That you I may you, have Matt's here. You think you know okay. what mine is? I think I know. Mine is long and complicated. I, I yeah. feel like Will's is, is fairly No, no, no. Okay, well, I know Will's for sure. That one's easy. I don't know Big Dave's. I think I know what Dave's is. I, I think he does I too. could probably figure it out. Zachary Attackery. Very good. Okay, but, but I'm curious about Matt's here. It's worth. Is it? Is it something along these lines? Is it F those clutch assholes sign on the dotted line? You're close in that you got half of it. Oh, God, I knew sign that on the dotted incredible. line was there. Great guess. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for being that. Uh, I had no idea what that was. Oh, I knew what the F was. Because <laughs> no. I know. Well, I think the F might have been wrong. <laughs> nope. The F does not stand for the F word. Okay. Joey correctly guessed sign on the dotted line. Yes. S-O-T-D-L. The first part. Fire. Fix that Fix. knee. Oh, Fix that knee nice. and sign on the dotted line. Nice. There it is. Well done, sir. Well done. I don't think anything else to be said about that. Man. That's well done. That's it. That's Fix all I got. Knee. Fix I, that you knee. Took, sign. You took the acronym to a, another level today, oh, and I appreciate never. that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Good job. I like how Joey had to make my font smaller to fit all the letters <laughs> in there. It's like an eye test. I like how Joey was ready to say that for like five or yeah, ten yeah, minutes. Dude, before. He was like, could not wait. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I know your office. I don't want to hear about whatever. Strava Coffee. <laughs> I want to know what that I means. I like to solve the puzzle. Pat, I like to solve the puzzle. I'm ready, Pat. I'm ready, Pat. Call on me now. Um, so, do you guys Dave, want to know what mine means? <laughs> I think I think we figured that one out. Money <laughs> sign two one two M. He still got to break it down though. He still got to break it down. But yeah, uh, yeah, Zachary Attackery. I mean, it's simple. That's who he is. That's what I want. And I want to keep saying this going into next season. I love saying it. I've loved it since I started saying it years ago. And I'm glad it's caught on as it has. Mm-hmm. Zachary Attackery. More of it. It feels good coming off. Oh, I also tinctures. love that it's your, like tinctures. your favorite thing to say about Zach when Zach is balling Zachary Attackery starts with the last letter of the alphabet and ends with the first letter of the alphabet. Ooh. Z-A. Well done. Zachary Attackery. Well done, I love sir. that. Well done. But yeah, I, I just want more of the Attackery. And for Give years and more. years to come, man. More of Attackery more. from that young man, Zachary. I um, also want 
Zachary for years to come, which yes. is why mine was dollar sign two one two M, which obviously stands for two hundred and twelve million, which is the five year max that the Bulls are going to put on the table. And what is what is the way you put it? Like the meals there whenever you're ready to eat it. Whenever he's ready to come home, man, the meals on in the oven waiting for you. It's mm-hmm. On the table, my friend. It's ready for you, man. It's right. Maybe, maybe it's in a crock pot. Hey, you know, simmering, keeping nice and warm. Yeah, yeah, getting ready for you. You know, what? What's those new ones? Those uh, those other cookers that you that they have? Oh, the freaking air fryer things. Not the air fryer. Pressure cooker. Not the pressure mm. cooker. What, what kinds it's, of cookers? Oh, but like the one that looks like a microwave yes. slash toaster that just no no no. It's cook. a pot. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, something pot. Crock pot. Something pot. Oh gosh, it's it's slipping my head right now. Instapot! Instapot! Thank you very much! Greg for Greg, three! Greg Black for Hawks. three! Call yes. it in from the from wings. way downtown! <laughs> with the winner! Instapot! That's exactly right, man. It's just like a crock pot. Same thing, but just with, you know, uh, Optimus Prime mm-hmm. <laughs> like buttons on this thing and everything. It's awesome. You should get one. Uh, Carlos in the comments requests that we make a CHGO shirt that says Zachary Attackery. Oh, I'm with it. We have that. so many shirt ideas. We have we so many shirt to. ideas, man. Who do we talk to? I, I still have my Levine Cuisine t-shirt. I have back mine. in our outside. Yep, I still days. have mine it's as well. It's a great shirt. It's a great shirt. Uh, I'll put it on. I'm like, this we, do, we do need a Zachary Attackery. Zachary Attackery, yeah. CHGO. Roll with us, man. Um, and then, real quick, uh, just final overall grades before we move on to Zach's projection for the offseason and next season. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys gave him B, B, plus. I gave him a B. So, kind of, again, you know, blending of what we saw from him <laughs> on both ends of the floor. I like that you <clears> gave <throat> him a B, plus day because it's yeah. kind of like crazy to think about. I'm just realizing this now. He made. The all-star team. Yeah. And I gave him a B. Yeah. Like, I feel like making the all-star team should be automatically at least a B plus, if not an A minus. You're, you're, you're kind of in my head, but not fully there. But you're right. That, that was part of the reason I gave him that plus was for that. The other, another part was playing through the injuries, how he's done. Yeah. Another part was all the years that he put in. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's been below that. I think he's a B plus guy. But then I wanted to give him that plus just to let him know how much we care about him. And I want him back here. I'm like, no, no, man. Here's your plus. That's like giving him a little extra when he goes to the lunch line. You know, get a little extra on your plate. Here's some extra fries right there. Oh, you know what? I'm going to slide in the line you the for answer. Chipotle and you're just like, can I have a yeah, little bit more? Yeah, you're right. You know what? Yeah, get him the guacamole. That's a really small scoop. Don't charge. You know what I'm saying? Extra biscuits. Hook that man up. You know what I'm saying? Hook that young man up. There's a plus for you, Zach Levine. Now, come on back. Sign that contract. Come on back, man. Fix that knee. Sign that contract. Come on back. Uh, Pito in the comments just said, have you guys addressed the rumors? Yeah, listen to yesterday's episode. Watch <laughs> yesterday's episode. It's here on YouTube on our CHGO Sports YouTube channel. It's in your podcast feeds. We addressed it. We did. And now we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Pat. Yay. You're a we're tra- done talking uh, about it. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Joey throwing this oh, in here from nowhere. Oh, I love that. Goodness. I love how he just casually <laughs> asked me before we hopped on and started and went live. He was like, Peck, you like Shakespeare, right? He did. I was like, yeah. Yes. I was like, I wonder where that question came from. Well and done. then we get this. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty good, man. I like that Oh, a lot. my goodness. That is really, really good. Uh, we don't I, think I, it's I, much I, of a question. I love the asterisk <laughs> down, <laughs> down below. Um, oh, man. Well done, Joey. Hey, thanks, Big Dad. Well done. Well done. I don't like that it's Jerry holding. <laughs> I don't like that it's Jerry. He's the owner, man. So you want an AK there? Yes. That'd be a little better. You, yes. you know what? Yeah. Okay. Like, but what he did was amazing, though. Yeah. What he did was okay, good. Okay. What fine. he did was good. <laughs> Can't have Jerry. You know. So want Jerry. Uh, you know, uh, which, by the way, real quick, uh, Joey, mm-hmm. trivia question: Do you know the name of the person? Whose skull is being held? Hamlet. Not the person holding the skull. <laughs> right. The skull that he is holding. What is the name uh, of the person who used to be alive who is now just that skull? Like the character's name? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't read Hamlet, only... You didn't read Hamlet? No, Macbeth, uh, Romeo and Juliet, okay. Midsummer's Night's Dream. Okay. This is all in high school. And so you did read some Shakespeare in there. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet yeah. should be banned. But the, an- the answer is Yorick. Yorick. Ah, um, but look, I, I know that people are still freaking out about this in some pockets of Bulls fandom. Mm-hmm. I, I am not. I just, look, is it a slight overpay for Zach when you consider a max contract at this figure, mm-hmm. $212 million, 
compared to what what? See, that's that's the part to me that I'm like, I I just don't care. Compared to what? Yeah. Is he an all-star player? Yeah. Are the Bulls gonna be as good as they were this year, if not better, next season, if they convince him to stick around yeah. and keep getting buckets for this team? Yeah. Yes. What's the alternative? That's the part that drives me crazy about these people who don't want to give Zach this contract. It's, What's the alternative? For me, it's a step beyond that. It's if you don't have Luka Doncic, don't try. Right. It's not yeah, worth even exactly. having a team. If you right. don't have one of the five best players in the NBA, You're then never don't pay win, them a max so, contract. Right. It's just right. it's it's crazy to me. But today I was actually thinking about um, the sign and trade situation. A lot of people have brought that up as, okay, they don't want to pay Zach $212 million, mm-hmm. so let's just sign and trade him. Um, I want to do some more research on this, but an article that I came across was talking about the recent history of sign and trades, why they've become so popular, okay. and what is typical return for a guy like that. Okay. And basically what this came to was an average to a slightly above average starter plus some sort of draft compensation, whether it's a mid to late pick or a lottery protected future pick. And I think that's pretty much exactly on par with the DeMar thing that we saw from last year, which was Thad, Salary Dump, and Al Farouk Aminu, and the 2025 pick. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing the Bulls got in return for Lowry, which was the Blazers protected future pick and Derek Jones Jr. Right. And you know, there have been a multitude of different sign and trades, whether it's like D'Angelo Russell and I think a pick. Um, no, they actually had to give up. Anyway, uh, they had to give up Iguodala and a pick in order to get back into the underneath the cap, the hard cap. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was D'Angelo Russell for Kevin Durant when he went to Brooklyn. Like, you're not going to get a ton in return because the Bulls aren't the number one team with leverage here. Mm. Zach gets to decide where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. The other team gets to say, well, I'm not going to give you all my best players just to sign this free agent because then what's the point of signing him? I'm giving right. up the rest of my team. Right. So right. the Bulls have some leverage, but I think it all comes back to this idea of like you have to pay to get your guys. Not every contract you get is going to be a bargain. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important that you do get bargains because it allows you to make up for having – an overpay on DeMar DeRozan or giving Zach a max contract. Like right. you, you have to get those guys if you want to be good. Yes. Yeah. You do. It starts and ends. Also. Yeah. And again, I can't believe I have to say this more than once. It's, Uh-oh. it's about more than Zach Levine. You want other all-stars to have their eyes shift towards Chicago when it's their turn to be free agents. You think any of them are looking anywhere near this organization. If they cheap out and don't pay Zach Levine right now, think about that. Before you open your mouth again, people, for the love of God, pay the man. We need proof that the Reinsdorfs are willing to pay top star talent. It's that simple. Stop talking and listen to that. Ah, God, I'm so sick of explaining this to people. Can we move on yet? Can we move on yet? I have one more thing on it. It's the best. This might get you even more angry, so I apologize in advance. Oh, I don't. I think the risk of... Zach wanting to leave far outweighs the risk of paying him $212 million. What, where are you guys with, does Zach even want to come back? Because that's really the bigger question to me is not whether the Bulls should or will pay him, mm-hmm. but does he want to even be here? I haven't seen anything or where I could just say, you know what, he doesn't want to be here with the Bulls. You don't think the report yesterday about the Blazers wanting Zach Levine in free agency worries you? <laughs> report. I mean, if you could say that without laughing, <laughs> then yeah. Per I'm, sources, I'm parentheses, you know clutch sports. <laughs> but no, it's it's not a concern for me. I, have, I haven't seen it where I'm just like, you know what? He looks like a guy that might not want to be here or wants to be out the door. <laughs> Look at what he sacrificed and all he had to do. And he was still like, no, I'm okay. You know what I mean? I'm going to stay here. He hasn't been frustrated with the front office. They've been honest with him and straight up with him and have not lied to him. You know what I'm saying? And told him what they wanted to do, how they wanted to do it, had him involved in every single step, what they wanted to. Remember, he was recruiting when he was out there on Team USA for all of this stuff. So he wasn't doing that previously because he didn't, you know, he's kind of in limbo with the front office and things like that. And they didn't know what the hell they wanted to do anyway. You know what I mean? But now you got a guy who is prioritizing you in AK yeah. and in Mark Evans. You're prioritizing who have not minced words and said, Zach, we want you back. They've said this. I don't know how many times. And I like it that I don't have to see them out saying it again because they already told you what they wanted to do and everything they said that they want to do, including Zach, 
they have done it. You know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, no, it doesn't. I don't have really don't have any concern. You know what I'm saying? If it was at a level of concern, it would probably be a one. You know what I mean? If I'm from on a scale of one to ten, but I'm not concerned about it, man. Like I'm, a, I want him to go out there and do what he has never had the chance to do in his whole career, and yeah, that's be and that top guy, being wined and dined. Because I also look at it as a recruiting trip. At the same time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. Come on with it, Zach. Take your time, baby. Hold on, guys. Uh, Clips God in the comments. Clips God? This, if they don't pay Zach, no other player won't say they won't come because of that. Oh, that's Cleveland owner traded LBJ and people still went there. Stop it, people? dude. Okay. Whoa. Um, none of what you just said in that <laughs> comment is accurate. Bro, Literally none of it. That's not true at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I don't want to know what you're talking about because you're spouting utter gibberish in our comments right now. I appreciate Ricky Fontaine when he says, Matt is by far the most angriest person I've ever witnessed with sandals. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it was just one little blip of anger. I'm calm again now. It's just like... He said no hat throws till October. He did. We'll, and it we'll, see, on my head. we'll see how long we'll that see. lasts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. We'll see because somebody's going to say something, press a button or two, <laughs> so it might be across the room. We'll see. Uh, All right, Edwin, last, thing is, Zach gets outplayed by everyone he matches up against. That's not on his pay grade. And y'all say, Max, come on, people. This is what it, Matt. Why you do this to yourself? I, the hat almost because came you, you can't ignore the fact that there are these people out there. Sure, Dave. you can. You I, can read well, other maybe, comments. Maybe you can. Yeah. But I don't. I don't like the feeling of coming into this offseason and Zach Levine's big free agency summer mm -hmm. with – and look, I'm, I'm assuming these people in the comments are Bulls fans because they're here watching this show. I don't like that there are Bulls fans who can't grasp this. They didn't trade and, LeBron and to the spouting Heat. that. They said they traded LeBron to the Heat. They, that's not oh, what they, happened. Oh, they traded LeBron to the Heat? Is that what I'm they did? I'm pretty sure that was happened. actually one of the most significant free agency decisions ever. <laughs> you mean the sport. decision? The decision. There was literally a decision, and then, bro. And then he left, and the Cavs were desolate <laughs> until he got beat by the Spurs and shout out 2014 Spurs, came back. And they won the lottery like three out of three five, out of five, years. five years, years in a row. It's insane. That's insane. Dude. I still don't know how that's the case, but that's And what drafted happened. talent that had no choice because they got drafted there. <laughs> it had to be there. Absolutely right. But to, you're right. I shouldn't let people who clearly don't know what they're talking yeah, about see? bother me so much. See? But there are some people who clearly follow this Bulls team religiously like we do. And aren't on board with Zach's contract. And I guess I just have to make my peace with that. I, it just bugs me that there are this many of them because I, yeah. I don't see how they're not seeing what we're seeing. Yeah, you don't find those kind of basketball players. You know what I mean? Not just the skill and everything like that, but just the person that he kind of is. You know what I mean? As far as the recruitment, as far as never hearing anything. You know what I'm saying? I was, and people actually liking every single thing about him. This is what you kind of draw up when you're looking for those players for your team and you're thinking off the court as well. You know what I mean? This is what you want in a guy like Zach Levine. You don't hear anything. He doesn't do anything. He plays basketball. That's it. Play I'm basketball really, and drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad we didn't have to deal with this whole circus for the entire year yeah. when mm -hmm. it just seemed like it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Um, I get the reservations, but when you look at it from like – what are the alternatives? How do the Bulls build anything if, with, if you're going to get rid of Zach? Mm -hmm. And just like I said, this idea of, of like, if it's not Luka Doncic, then it's not worth trying. So I, I get it, but it doesn't change the, the Bulls' ability to add a different free agent that doesn't exist in free right. agency. Say that. It doesn't change their ability to go out and trade for a better player. Mm -hmm. Like you don't just like pick a superstar off the shelf. Like just doesn't work that way. Like they walk into the store. Like, mm, You're just yeah, setting yourself back. Like the bulls already did. The, the, they did it. They with already Jimmy. did with Jimmy. They did it with Jimmy. And like, I, I love what Zach has done. He's not as good as Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to do that again, you're going to just downgrade again. And you're going to end up in the same, but slightly worse situation. Yeah. It's silly, man. It's silly. So no signs Zach. Let's move on. <laughs> That's it. Uh, people in our comments still debating about the, the semantics of that LeBron to Miami thing. You know, sign it. Okay, yes. Pointing out that it was a signing trade. Yes, after LeBron oh, made Lord. the decision he made to the go decision. there as a free agent. That he and was holding 
try. He was holding people and coming then, to him. And then to- there's the part about wait, how is it that people still wanted to go play in Cleveland after he left? What? No. Okay, oh, I can't. Uh, oh, <laughs> Hayes just said Matt has been unleashed. That's being on, being on CHGO. Oh, you didn't think I was no, unleashed was, on our own? This has been him. This isn't new. This is who this I am. Is, this is. Did who you guys is. read comments on Lockdown? Uh, yeah, I mean, we did a lot of mailbag stuff. Yeah, and all right, we we did, we Voice would do mail. some live yeah. episodes on YouTube. Yeah, but we didn't do that. We didn't you know do a whole lot of comment interaction. That was more um, me yelling at fans than it was you. That's actually. true. That's yeah, true. That I can't even imagine that. Freaky Friday. Yeah, it's Freaky Friday. Yeah. Sometimes Dave was the angry one. Oh yeah, I had to check a dude once. I don't believe <laughs> like, it. Like real serious. I do not believe it. It it happened, and I he sent me a note back. I'm sorry, man. Like, hey, bro. Um. Well, okay. So Teddy Bear's still a bear, baby. Back on track a little bit with our remaining time here, uh, as far as this contract for Zach, and then looking ahead to next season, assuming the Bulls pay him and he stays. What do you really want to see from him next season, mm-hmm. other than obviously being healthy and knock yeah. on wood that the knee, you know, if, if there is a knee procedure this offseason, it goes fine. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see him get better at? Do you, do, like, if you could pick one thing, you know, I, I wrote down a couple here. Defense can obviously still get better. Right. Ball handling, we talked about how the turnovers have come down, but there are still some of those just face palm Zach turnovers where he's the one bringing the ball up and he just, like, dribbles it off his foot, and you're like, Zach, yeah. what the hell are you doing? If there's something that he can do to improve his game to make you feel better about him earning that salary and that contract, what would it be for each of you guys? Wow, that's a good question. Because I, I think I'm okay with him uh, having that salary. But if it's like, a dude, you got to have it and prove it. I mean, just average. You could average 27, 28 a game or something like that. Out that great. You could do that. I'm not I'm not looking for him to improve more on his defense because I'm comfortable with who he is as a defender. Uh the ball handling can improve, but again, he's been that. You know what I'm saying? Since the since the start. So even though he's improved the defense, the ball handling has stayed the same. The decision making has stayed the same. Those things are what they are. And I've seen the best version of Zach Levine, and that's the version where Lonzo Ball is running the show and mm. taking the ball out of his hands and him working it that way. I like to see him do more catch and shoot stuff. I think he's awesome at the catch and shoot. I think you you've definitely uh, been a proponent for a guy like that or a champion that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so I like to see that his baseline three point shot when he's catching and shooting is like water. So I like to see more of that uh, from Zach Levine and yeah, just do and give me a fifty point game. I, that's what I want. I want a fifty burger from Zach, man. Like shut up, I'm the man. You know what I mean? I love the I love those I'm the man games. Mm-hmm. And I want him to have one of those. I don't care who it's against, but I want him to have one of them 50 burger games where DeMar is just like, nope, it's on you. Here's the ball. <laughs> like you take it. You got it, man. You so, wanna I deserve this Max and shut up game. More of more season. of I'm the man, Max. You know what I mean? Like I think he's deserving of it, but I think it would for me it would be like, I'm the man, shut up. That's what it'd mm-hmm. be. Yeah, you said most of what I wanted to say, which was Uh, Just like off-ball awareness on defense, Mm -hmm. more specifically, um, I think off-ball action on offense is huge. Um, I think he has potential to be a Clay Thompson-like player. Mm. Obviously, Clay's the second-best shooter of all time. Correct. He's probably not going to get it to that point, although he is really good. But I just want to see him move a little bit more, not just like let DeMar cook and then, okay, now it's my turn. Mm -hmm. I want to see him like in off-ball actions, getting – you know, defense trailing him, getting in advantage situations like that, and being able to, you know, shoot off the move. I think that completely changes, and we saw it a little bit at the start of last year, mm-hmm. but it completely changes, like, the Bulls' overall offense, where it doesn't have to necessarily just be DeMar needs to score every time. It can be DeMar needs to create. Mm. I think there's a difference there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then all of what you said about just, like, have a season where – you're just putting your foot down and being like, no, these criticisms that you people have of me just aren't real anymore. Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. I want, cause I think a lot of times with that first big deal, like Brian Windhorst was saying this on that same podcast, like is the fun max mm-hmm. Zach yeah. was underpaid, but it was like, you're, you're maxing a guy for what he can become. Correct. The second one or his, his third uh, extension is like, I don't know what he called it, but it's like you're paying him for what he is or what he has been. Mm-hmm. And Zach is still young. I mean, he's 27. Like a five-year max would only put him at 32. Yeah. You're getting him in his prime, mm-hmm. which I think is rare to have a very pay for what you're going to be max mm-hmm. 
for your third contract. Like that it just doesn't really happen. It does not. And and I agree completely with what Shaq 2.0 says. Stay healthy. Like this mm. is not a, a Harden situation where they're going to yeah. have to pay him even more money because he's got the 10-year vet. I, I can't remember exactly what the number is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to pay him five years. He's going to be playing, making like $60 million in his age 37 season. Shout out. Like Zach's going to make $50 million in his age 32 season. Give me that Give me all that. day yeah, over right, Harden exactly. situation. Daryl Morey is not going to get a wink of sleep the entire <laughs> summer. I, that guy's got to be the worst predicament ever. I don't think Daryl Morey sleeps ever anyway. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just traded like everything those- for Harden. He can't go by Max Struess now, and and he's going to be 33 in the offseason. Like, it's just a... Um, <sighs> now James Harden. Eco <laughs> uh, B in saying he wants Zach's handles to get better uh, needs to be better dribbling out of pressure. I, yeah, I, I would not disagree cool. with that. Uh, Carlos saying Zach needs to take over games in the clutch like he did against Charlotte a few seasons ago. Be a closer and nobody can say shit about you gotta that. You got to hit 14 threes, you mean? That was No, the Bulls have it. It's You're kidding. <laughs> that was great. But also, here's another thing that I feel like Bulls fans so quickly forgot because of the way Zach's season ended. And he missed a handful of games down the stretch. And when he did play, was not himself. Before that, first half of the season, pre-All-Star break, it wasn't just DeMar DeRozan leading the NBA in fourth quarter scoring. Yeah. Zach Levine was like in the top five of that list also. So if you're wondering about Zach Levine and can he be a more That's clutch true. player, he was a top point scorer in the fourth quarter this season. He was He's like, still, after games missed and efficiency dropping, guess where Zach Levine finished in the entire NBA in fourth quarter points scored. He fell from where he was the first half of the season, but guess where he ended up? Seventh. Not quite that good. Eleventh, <laughs> thirteen, thirteen, still top fifteen, still wow, top fifteen fourth quarter point score, given the games missed and the knee injury. Yeah. So while while you know I'm I'm not like aggressively disagreeing with Carlos saying, be able to take over late in the game the way that Demar does. Sure, Zach also proved that he can do that yeah. this season. Yeah. They can do you know, it together. People remember the DeMar game winners, but there were also plenty of fourth quarters where Zach was like, I got this. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why they make each other better. For me, the other thing that I forgot to mention as far as things I want to see him improve on, obviously the injury caveat, but I want to see him perform better in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't think we got nearly enough for him. I know it was like just unraveling at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was clearly unhappy, clearly affected by the knee. Um, just I want to see him, like, really step up into that role because I think mm-hmm. that was really the one thing that nobody on the Bulls did mm-hmm. was step up in the playoffs, other than DeMar, DeMar obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you watch some of these other teams, and it's like Maxi Kleba hits eight threes in a game. <laughs> like, Jordan Poole is now a 25-point-per-game guy. Right. Uh Jalen Brunson scores 41 against right. the Jazz. Like, the Bulls didn't have anybody like that, and Zach has to be that guy that alleviates some of the pressure from DeMar. But also that, like, that's kind of what you're paying him for. Mm-hmm. He need, it's like, it's less of a, um, it's less of like a hope at this point and more of a demand. Mm. Less of a desire, and now, like, this is what we're paying mm. you to do now. Mm-hmm. He's got to do it. Because you put your name on the contract, name on the dotted line. Now it becomes yeah, this the man. Is, You're right. You're now he's not he's right. not underpaid anymore. Right, right. He's getting his max. Like you, you gotta there. you gotta right. play like it. Mm-hmm. Damn, Will, that was awesome. He's right. <laughs> that was correct. Uh Colin saying, I just want Zach to be a 25, 5, and 5 guy in the playoffs that plays at least B minus defense. That I mean saying that's realistic. That is realistic. It's not <laughs> it's not too far off from what we already have. You just said the only part that's Far off from that is B minus defense. Yeah. Like I said, 37 and 7 would be better. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you did I too would love to have Luka Doncic. Yeah, right. To be honest. <laughs> that would be a better thing for him, man. I'm, this is, again, why I'm excited to watch Zach Levine next year and knowing that he's going to have some help around him. You know what I'm saying? Knowing I'm not dependent on him being that guy, I think will help him. Because now he can pick and choose and not think, oh, my God, I got to score 40 tonight. I got to do it. I got to do it. It got to happen. No, that last year was an awesome year for him to actually just be able to pass that rock and just see DeMar DeRozan do his thing. That was a good year to study for me, in my opinion, for Zach. 
And you saw it paying dividends at the free throw line, those kind of things. So I think that's going to help him going forward. Because I, I, I think of C.J. McCollum when I think of Zach. I really do. I think of, like, the Dame little C.J. McCollum dynamic. dynamic When Dame would have those games or that section of time where he would just go crazy. And then he would chill and C.J. would just go off, you know what I'm saying, for, for the next few games, scoring 50, 40, whatever he did. That could happen here, man. That is exactly what they can be on this team, man. And they've got better players around them that can actually help them be that team in the East, man. So it's it's just exciting for me, for Zach Levine, man. So, yeah, like I said, each, go go have dinner. It, we got your plate. Come on home, bro. It's cool. <laughs> Foil over it. You're good. <laughs> and wrapping us up is a classic <laughs> meathead comment from Raging Oracle. I just like I Zach, mean, no, no, Zach hasn't gotten anything and against better teams roughly all up. year. Beating average teams doesn't prove much when looking at winning championships. Cool. Hey, Raging Oracle, you know what step comes between losing to bad teams and winning championships? Beating average teams and beating bad teams. That step was this year. And we're going to move forward, hopefully. You on board? Maybe not. Doesn't sound like you're on board. There's a middle step. For fuck's sake, people. Let's go. I'm sick of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all, for tuning in as always. Hit that like button if you haven't already and you enjoyed today's show. Helps us out a lot with all them YouTube algorithms. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, follow follow Will, <laughs> who's dying over there, on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb. Big Dave is at Foul, uh, B-A-W-L Sports. <laughs> I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Appreciate our guy, Joey. Shout out uh, to him. Follow him on Twitter at Joey's Pathis. We are Sweet. CHO underscore Bulls. Appreciate everybody interacting with us in the comments today. Even if you disagree with us, we're all Bulls fans. We all love each other. We're back tomorrow. Another live show here in studio, 3 p.m. Chicago time. Same time, same place. Until then, see Red be good.